social media, pop culture, navigating adulthood. If any of these words sound like a good time to you, then you're in the right place. Welcome to the Zillennial Girl Talk podcast. I'm your host, Amanda, joined by my other host, Siriana, and we're here to talk all about social media gossip, pop culture talk, how the heck to navigate adulthood, and much more. If this interests you, keep on listening. Hello, everyone. Um, me fixing my bra strap real quick. Um, hello, everyone. As you can see, I am solo. I am by myself. Um, Siriana and I's schedules didn't kind of like match to the fullest this week. So we thought it would be fun to kind of do like two solo episodes or one solo episode each. So I'm doing a solo episode this week and she's going to do one next week. I don't know what her topic's about, but I kind of just don't actually have a structure for mine. So we're just going to roll with the punches, go with the flow. Um, So hello, welcome back. I hope everyone is having a fabulous week or had a fabulous week since this is technically going up on Saturday. So happy Saturday, friends. Um, I have had a week, but we're going to get into that soon. But um, I did not pick a song of the week because I was just not prepared. So we're going to pick one live together. So let me go to my music. Um, Okay. Actually, I have a, I have a song. Um, it's called Crash and Burn by Maggie Lindemann. Um, I just started listening to her album Paranoia because she is actually opening up for Madison Beer. Um, and I'm going to the Madison Beer concert in October. Hopefully, fingers crossed that the concert still happens. I have meet and greet because, I mean, y'all already know I'm obsessed with concerts. I love pop culture. I love meeting um, artists and like creators and all those fun things. So I'm meeting a Madison Beer, so that's exciting. My song is Crash and Burn by Maggie Lindemann. Just lovely song, love it. Um, just really, really good. Um, so that is my song of the week. And I guess we're just gonna jump right into it. Like I said, I did not structure this properly. There's only two things that I'm really gonna be talking about, or three. I'm gonna be talking about the fact that I started to work from home. I only did one shift so far because I started and then my next two days were my days off. And then I also started school this week. So we're going to start with work. Working from home is very weird. I'm so used to being in person working and everything. So when I was home, I was like, I feel like I'm not like working because I'm just like sitting in my room doing my work. But I was in fact working. It was just, it was a weird time. Um, I just felt like I was just sitting here like doing absolutely nothing. And I was like, am I going to get in trouble? Because I'm sitting here and I feel like I'm not working, but I am working, but like, I feel like I'm not. And it was just like these things going through my mind. And I was like, yeah, I like, just calm down, calm down. So work from home is interesting to say the least. It just felt so good to like sign on like one minute before um, I started and then sign off and just be in my room and like being able to like do whatever I wanted to do right after it instead of having to commute home and all those things. So it was just very interesting to say the least. Um, just an interesting time. I personally prefer work from home I just enjoy being home I enjoy having more free time after work I enjoy the flexibility that work from home gives you so I'm with my one shift that I've had so far I've been enjoying it um but school started school did start and that's something that's something so school started um if you didn't know I'm in my last year of Concordia University um, studying communication and cultural studies. So I have eight classes left with me, which means I have two semesters left. So I have four classes this semester, four classes next semester. Um, I can tell you guys what classes I'm taking. I don't know if you're interested, but I'm still going to tell you because this is my podcast. Well, it's technically me and Suryana's podcast, but this week it's my podcast because 
it's just me anyways um 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 yeah I have four classes so my first class is so my first class I have is political political communications so this class we basically let me just give you the freaking the gist of it let me go read my course outlines to you I'm not gonna do all that don't worry I'm not gonna bore you but let me find my classes so I can tell you guys a little bit about what I'm doing so we have um my political communications class so basically the course description is that we so it says the relationships between forms of communication and political structures and processes are examined topics include freedom of expression the role of communication in media in mediating conflict the place of deliberation and debate in democracy political campaigns and advertising and the relationship between styles of communication and models of governance so this is a really interesting class to take this semester because in canada if you are canadian or if you aren't canadian you just don't know um in canada we're actually having a election that is on september 20th so we are voting for who's going to be prime minister um and it's a big election guys like go out and vote if you are from canada because we need to vote the young people need to vote y'all know who to vote for i can tell you who to vote for but y'all know who you should be voting for but it's just mm, i don't know it's a interesting time to take this class because we're kind of living through everything that we're learning about so it's really interesting though it's really cool and like I said, go out and vote. Use your freedom of being able to vote. Um, women only got the right to vote not too long ago. So go out and vote. Go do your thing and go vote. Don't complain after. If something that happens that you don't want to happen, go vote. Um, so that's my first class that I had. And then I had two classes today, actually. Yeah, so I had two classes today. I had one that was at 8.40 a.m. That class was called, or is called, Studies in Documentary. So documentary is one of the oldest, most seductive, and socially significant modes of film and video practice. It can also be considered one of the most deceptive. In this course, we'll, we will explore the very idea of the document, the question of whether it is, it is possible to convey the truth or reality of a situation through the visual media, the question of how personal expression and point of view come into play, the question of manipulation and artifice, the ethics of it all. This will not be a documentary history course per se, which while we do, while we, I can't read, it's so small. While we will do some of the history of documentary modes and styles, I would like us to think as well about the complex issues of documentary authorship, the creative, political, the creative, practical, and ethical choices that a documentary producer inevitably encounters in the practice of documentary production. This course will encourage you to think critically about what documentary means, its value as truth, its value as art, and its value as experience. Most importantly, it will work to inform and enrich your own practice as an actual or possible documentary producer, critique, and consumer. So that is my class that I have at 8 4 in the morning it's actually really interesting like I love documentary films I love murder documentary I love true crime all those things um I love that so that was an interesting class and then my last class was this morning uh, not this morning it was this afternoon so this class is called indigenous communication um so basically the course description is focusing on Canadian first peoples territories in the north and south as well as selected circumpolar regions such as parts of Australia and other areas of the world inhabited by Indigenous peoples. This course examines from a global perspective the historical, the theoretical, 
and cross-cultural content and context of Aboriginal media, financing, audience research, product development, distribution issues, and policy policy formation. Broadcasting, print, and digital media case studies and materials are central components. So this class is super interesting, and I'm so glad I'm taking it because I feel like Indigenous communities and Indigenous peoples are not given enough credit for everything that they do, especially in communications. Um, I barely learned about Indigenous peoples throughout my whole education, and the fact that I saw a class that literally is about their work in communications and the work in media I was like I need to take this I'm taking this and I jumped on it and I'm very glad that I did so yeah I'm in my first week of school I just finished um, my class was at four today and then I have one more class which is an online fully class it's called Concordia. it's like basically the classes that are online but like you go at your own pace so you just go with the flow um, you have to be very, very organized and very on top of your game to do these classes. So that's why I only take one a semester. Um, but yeah, so that one is like an education class about like training and development. So that one I haven't really done yet. Um, I'm going to do it tomorrow, but very interesting from the title. But yeah, I'm in my first week. I have one class that was fully um, in person and I had two that are one is fully online. One is hybrid. So we started online and then the other one is in Concordia. And being on campus again was the weirdest thing ever. Just, I, when I walked there, I literally was texting Siriana and I was like, there's so many people here. And then I was texting my other friends and I was like, how do people have friends? How did people make friends at school? And how did they make friends during a pandemic? And how do people have friends? Like, how do people have friends? Um, it was weird. It was weird being in person. It was weird just seeing people. It was weird being in a classroom again. It was weird having to interact. Like I have no social skills left. It was just a weird time, um, but it felt nice. It's like, I have an easier time understanding and like listening in class versus online, but it was just, it was a time. It was weird. And I was like, hmm, kind of miss online classes. Um, but other than that, it was a weird time. It was, it's, it's interesting. Um, if you also didn't know, I keep jumping. If you also didn't know, I'm a college YouTuber. So I create YouTube content. So y'all should go subscribe to me. It's Amanda Wan on YouTube. I post college content and I post lifestyle content. So if you want to see the whole first week of school process, you can go check me out on YouTube. Little self plug, little promo there. But other than that, I do want to talk about the Bachelor in Paradise fiasco that is going on. So if you don't watch Bachelor in Paradise, you might not be interested in this, but if you do watch it, hello. And if you don't watch it, you can still stick around and listen to the drama. So Mr. Brendan and Miss Piper, who basically Brendan came into Bachelor in Paradise and was pursuing a relationship with, with Natasha Parker, I believe is her last name. And it was kind of like a rocky relationship. Like they weren't really moving forward. They were kind of just very stable plateau. There wasn't much romance going on. And Natasha was very kind, took the time to get Brendan to be more comfortable and be like be more at ease of being there and everything. They finally have their first kiss. Um, and then there's rumors going around that Brendan actually has a relationship with a former contestant, or I don't know what they're called, a former person on the Bachelor of Matt James's season, I believe it was Matt James's season, um, named Piper. So apparently Brendan and Piper had a relationship outside of this. So Natasha brought it up to Brendan and Brendan was like, oh, well, like we've hung out like two times, but like, there's nothing really there. It was more like, it just didn't work out. It wasn't, it wasn't a thing that was happening. So Natasha was like, okay, let me give this man the benefit of the doubt, like whatever. 
And then two days later, Miss Piper walks down the stairs of Bachelor in Paradise on the beach in Mexico. And Brendan's like, oh shit, oh God. And Piper literally didn't talk to any guys when she got there. Usually like they talk to guys and like see who they want to take on a date. She got there with her date card and she was like, Brendan, do you want to go on a date with me? Brendan was like, yes, let's go. And Natasha was literally sitting there like, the fuck? So they want to date, they hit it off. And basically- Brendan tells Piper how he kind of downplayed the relationship on the so far how they were talking about it. And they are a full-blown couple. So they come back and basically Natasha is literally dirt to him. Like he treated her like absolute shit, like absolute shit. And then you have Piper and Brendan in the corner mic'd up, but I don't know if they forgot they were mic'd up, but they were talking basically about how many followers they're going to get from this. And then Brendan was like, oh my God, Piper, like you're already going to be on the show before you even came down because people were talking about rumors about you. How many followers do you think we're going to get? Do you think we're going to be on New York Daily? Do you think we're going to be on this and that? And literally that just screamed clout chasers to me. It screamed, I'm here for the clout. This is what I want. I want the clout. And it's literally disgusting because at the end of the day, like he hurt Natasha. He hurt her. He fucked her over. And I'm not here for it. I used to be a fan of Brendan. Um, I thought he was cute. I thought he was sweet. Not, not the case anymore. I used to like Piper. She kind of was seen in a bad light on her season, but I was like, let's give her the benefit of the doubt. But this kind of just solidified that I don't like her. Um, I don't have to like everyone. You guys are also able to have your own opinions I'm just not vibing with it I'm not here for it and I just think that Brendan literally treated Natasha like absolute shit and I'm not here for it like I said so that happened and then there's a guy named Chris and there's a girl named Jasenia and they were also hitting it off and then they went to a VIP party um and then four new girls showed up and there was a girl named Alana who showed up and Chris was like oh my god and then he went to talk to her And they just started like making out. And apparently they had something before Paradise too. They met in San Diego and Alana kind of like threw herself at Chris, but they just started making out. Desenia walked in, they were making out and she was like, what the fuck? So that happened. And then they confronted him. Riley and Joe were like yelling at him. And it was a shit show. Like, let me tell you. I don't, obviously we don't see everything because this is a reality TV show. It's filmed, edited, all these things. But at the end of the day, like if you go onto a reality dating show, why are you in a relationship? Why are you in a relationship? I'm just like, this reality show is for single people to find someone. At the end of the day, um, I think who was talking? I think Astrid, if you watch other season, Astrid was talking about how, yes, you come onto the beach and you know that there's potentially going to be clout that comes for you but 90% of the people go on the beach to find someone sometimes you don't find someone sometimes you only find friendships but at the end of the day everyone is supposed to go on there be single and looking for what they have in common which is love um so I don't understand people who go on dating shows and fuck people over and make them feel like absolute shit make them insecure make them look dumb how they would say on tv it just like doesn't make sense to me and this whole like brendan and piper and chris and jesenia and alana situation just like really threw me the wrong way and i just very very upset i also do think alana fucked chris over um by saying i'll come on to paradise we're gonna hit it off and then like she wanted the call that's how i'm feeling about that situation i could be totally wrong obviously the end of the episode and like we don't see further yet but I really do think Alana screwed Chris over, but that's my take on that. 
other than that that's kind of like all I really wanted to talk about this episode is for sure going to be shorter than the one where I have with Siriana just because it's easier talking when you're two people but yeah I kind of just wanted to update you guys on my whole going back to school situation and the bachelor in paradise because that thing like threw me off and it just made me really mad if you want to talk about it you can dm me either on at this millennial girl talk um or on my personal at it's Amanda Wan. we can talk all things bachelor in paradise the drama the tea the fucked upness um but yeah thank you guys for listening i was gonna say thank you guys for watching i'm so used to youtube but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode i do hope you guys enjoyed it i'm not good at solo 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 episodes but i'm excited to hear siriana's episode next week but thank you guys for listening subscribe or follow this podcast wherever you're listening to it on and if it by chance be apple podcast leave us a review we would love to see it and with that being said i will hear you next time in two weeks because next week is siriana's week but I will hear you in two weeks. Goodbye.